Hi, I'm Warren. And I'm Nikita. And we are on team at Fabric Church in Manchester. We would love to welcome you to the Church of England's weekly online service hosted by us, Fabric Church. If you haven't heard of Fabric Church, we are about three months in. We're a brand new HGB plant uh, based in Manchester city centre. And we join in with the vision of the HGB network to see the evangelisation of the nation, the revitalisation of the church and the transformation of society. And our particular heart um, is that we would reach the students and young adults in Manchester with the good news of Jesus. And um, we've been meeting for the last three months in Factory Nightclub while we get our new building ready that we're moving to in the new year. But we're so pleased that you're able to join us here in Factory this morning. With God, nothing will be impossible. For he is our God. And the God of salvation is making all things new. Amen. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 1, verse 26. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid. 
Mary, you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her.
Hi everyone, and um, I just add my warm welcome um, to Fabric. My name's Mark, I'm on team here, and um, it's so great to welcome everybody here in the room and everybody watching online. Um, I just wanted to share a couple of quick reflections about this amazing passage, this really well-known passage of um, the angel coming and talking um, to Mary and telling her this amazing news. And actually, the thing I love the most about this passage is the involvement of her relative, her friend, Elizabeth. We, we see this really interesting dynamic going on where the angel comes to Mary and tells her this amazing news. And Mary's response is very obedient and very inspiring, but it's quite short. It's quite curt. It's sort of like, you know, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And then, then the angel goes. But then if we read the immediate verses following this passage, we see that Mary rushes off to see Elizabeth, who the angel has said is now miraculously pregnant herself. And as a result of that interaction, as a result of that interaction with Elizabeth, um, Mary transitions from this point of just obedience to this place of phenomenal, overwhelming, inspired worship. And she, um, she sings this song that we can read in Luke at the end of Luke 1 um, that we now know to be the Magnificat, where she is just overwhelmed with worship. And I wonder if you've ever had a situation like that in your life where you're in a really difficult situation or you've been asked to do a really difficult thing or you're in a challenging time and actually it's the, it's the proximity of friends. It's, it's life with people that makes all the difference. My, my wife Jo told me a story recently about when she was on her gap year after she finished um, school before she went to medical school. Um, she went and spent um, a year with an organisation called Mercy Ships. And um, they've got a very fancy new amazing boat now, but in the olden days they had a boat that wasn't quite as functional. And they were sailing down the coast of West Africa. Um, and Jo, who um, was quite used to her home comforts and, and, you know, and all of that, um, she found herself as an 18-year-old girl by herself um, on this boat, you know, by herself with lots of other people, but not knowing many people, on, on this boat in the middle of the ocean, um, there had been a fire in the engine room, and so the boat had lost power, so they were floating. And they'd lost all their electrical power so that the air conditioning wasn't working, so they were having to sleep on the top of this boat as it rocked in the waves. And Joe was just overwhelmed with this sense of, what am I doing here? God, I think you've called me to this thing. I think I'm meant to be here. But this is just completely ridiculous. The boat isn't even moving. There's been a fire. I, it just seems so unsafe, and I feel so out of my comfort zone. And at that moment, in the middle of the night, um, this lady, um, who was a doctor who was working on the ship called Sam, came up to Joe and said, I think God wants me to encourage you. And I think God wants me to tell you that you're in exactly the right place and that you're meant to be here. And in that moment, everything changed. Everything changed for Joe. And um, that thing that she felt that God was calling her to, all the difficulties um, were shifted. And very similar to Mary in this story, she went from a place of obedience to a place of worship. And so the challenge that I would like to bring this morning is, are there people in your life that you need to be an Elizabeth to? Are there people in your life who are going through hard times or have received hard news? Or maybe they're wrestling with a call that God has on their life and they need you to go to them and to encourage them and to inspire them and to speak life over them just like Elizabeth spoke life and encouraged and was that bridge between Mary's obedience and Mary's worship. And perhaps this season, instead of you needing to be Elizabeth to somebody else, maybe you need someone to come and be an Elizabeth to you. 
maybe instead of cracking on in isolation or just hoping that things will get better or just persevering or falling for the lie that the world can tell us that we should be able to fix everything ourselves. The beauty of this story is that it's actually on the instruction of the angel, God's instruction that Mary goes to Elizabeth. God has designed us to be in community. At Fabric, we have these values and two of them are fearless and our family. And actually, those two are so closely related. It's only in the context of family that we can be truly brave, truly courageous as we encourage each other on in the things that God has called us to. So from this passage, like my, my absolute favorite thing is this interaction with Elizabeth that happens afterwards. And I just ask you, is there somebody that you need to go and be an Elizabeth too? Or do you need to be honest and realize that you need an Elizabeth in your life in this season? Shall we pray together as we finish? Lord Jesus, we thank you so much um, for this story. We thank you so much that you came um, to earth to save us. And Lord, as we wrestle with the hard things in our life, if we are somebody who, who needs an Elizabeth or we're somebody who needs to be an Elizabeth, we just pray, Holy Spirit, would you just come now? Would you speak to us clearly about who we can be to others or who we need to draw into our own life? And would you just draw close to us um, this Christmas time? In Jesus' name, amen. Angels from the realms above, wing your flight over all the earth. Ye who sang creation's story, now proclaim Messiah's birth. Come. Stop.
Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that Fabric Church has been given to um, connect with so many students and young people in this city. We thank you for the presence and the impact that this church has already began to make within that community. As the students and young adults head home for Christmas, we pray uh, that you'll bless them, particularly those for which um, Christmas isn't the easiest. And we pray that this church will continue to be a place where um, students and young adults can come and meet with you and grow in their relationship with you. Amen. Amen. And we pray for your world that you lovingly created. We pray that where there is suffering, your peace will be upon them. That you will bring protection and guidance to the people who need it the most. That your spirit will be present amongst those in need. And that they would feel your overwhelming love for them. We think of those parts of the world where war is currently ongoing. Would you draw near to them and bring an end to conflict? We pray for other Christians in the world who can't openly express their faith. Would you fill them with your Holy Spirit and protect them over this time? Lastly, we pray for those who have lost loved ones this year. We pray that in the middle of their darkness, they would experience your light this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. So as we bring this service to an end, why don't we all stand together and pray the Lord's Prayer. So, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And as we close the service, receive this blessing for all that you have coming up this Christmas. We pray that the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Mary and Joseph, and the peace of Jesus be with you this Christmas. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father who loves you, the Son who died for you, and the Holy Spirit who lives in you, be with you now and always. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful Christmas. Oh
Amen.